It's fantasy baseball picks and bets here at Mayo Media Net with the big man at John Legaza on the Bird app. J O H N L A G H E Z Z A. John Legaza, that flow sharper than a razor. Coming at you with the nuance and the context that you get here at MMN. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Mayo Media Net for the audio only listeners. I got some schnazzy graphics that, uh, you know, you should feel free to hop on over to YouTube, grab a screenshot, or jump over to the Bird app at John Legaza or at Mayo Media Network. And we'll share it up in case you're unfamiliar to our work. Welcome aboard. Let's get some fantasy cashola, yo. We're coming at you twice a week with these nice short 25-minute compact episodes. Beginning of the week, mining the advanced statistical leaderboard. That's what we're doing today. On the hitter and the pitcher side, I'll walk you through some of the nerdier baseball stuff that I have access to that not everyone else does. And even if they do, maybe they don't want to. I don't blame you. I'm doing the work, so you don't have to. And then we'll come back later on in the week for ads at every position, 10, 12, and 15 team. And to be honest, I, I think it should be enough to kind of keep you up to really not just up to date, but like competing at a high level in these leagues. You know, fantasy baseball is, it's really tough. We put all this work into the draft and then, you know, it's April 25th and everyone's hurt. And if you're not now digging, you're not going to come up with the gems. If you're always waiting for the big showcase piece, right? The prize jewels to come up, Taj Bradley and Mason Miller. You can get them, but there's only so much fab. And again, it's always still April, right? So we want to be first. We want to be adding players early. We want to be churning. And hopefully we've helped you already so far. This now, what, week three or four already? And listen, the guys we highlighted last week have continued doing really well. If you added those guys, you have some of the new kind of power bats on the way up. Without any further ado, let's just do the thing that we do. Here they are. Well, again, this is not a raw leaderboard, right? No one needs to be told Jordan Alvarez is good. Aaron, hey everybody, go get Aaron Judge in fantasy baseball. I should go get Aaron Judge. He's good. I heard. <laughs> right? That's that's obviously not going to do it. Um, you know, Pat's going to fire me if I bring that for you. So let's bring let's bring the real smoke. Again, advanced leaderboards at the stuff that I really think matters that not everyone else may, and the ability to split it like not everyone else may. So on the left hand side, we have. Hitters, interesting hitters, right, that may be available inside the top 60 overall in pulled fly ball line drives. And, you know, the people that roll with me are starting to learn this is the other way to find home runs. You know, there's Aaron Judge and Jordan Alvarez, and then there's the hitters that pull fly balls line drives. And you don't need a barrel when you do that. Again, offense is up, but it's not like home runs are going crazy. So you can't, oh, it's like juice ball, everything's a home run. It's not been the case. BABIP batting average on balls of play is up near a 10-year high in April, which again should have an eyebrow raised. But it's not, they're not necessarily home runs. And you do need home runs in fantasy again. It's what moves the needle. And a lot of those the smaller guys behind them are doing good. Like Tyro Estrada, Nico Horner, guys that pull fly ball on drives. The smaller guys, we know, have been power spots. So inside the board, again, there's not gonna be there isn't enough time for us to really dive deep into these players. Just know a lot of them are playing. That's the one thing that I think I will try and highlight here will be playing time. You know, sometimes you get into lefty-righty splits, hitters at tops of lineups when they're when they're playing, or maybe not at all. You know, so I'll spend some time after this episode right down 
digesting this stuff. And that's kind of comes out in the wash at the end, at the end of the week. So I don't want you to feel like I left you hanging here, just throwing names at you, but just to give you an idea of how we're finding them, who we're looking for, and then if they pass the scrutiny and show up on the waiver sheet. So at the top is Isak Paredes for the Rays. I think if you're, you know, if you're in like a, even a 10-team league, he's got to be viable. Charlie Blackman, Carlos Santana, what do you notice? Old and boring. Jorge Soler, Mike Yastrzemski, less old but boring. Jake Cronenworth, Jerkson Profar, boring, boring. But again, this is where you're going to find it with players that are not heavily rostered. Cronenworth, I know, was rostered in deep leagues. But I know people have been disappointed with him. And I just want to be, we want to be pointing out this is not a bad thing. You know, to be inside the top 60 overall pulled fly balls. Again, 12-team league, that's five per team, 15-team even less. You know, four guys. So, you know, that gives you some perspective at looking at this metric. You know, you're a top five per team hitter as far as these go, which, again, if these are the way to find home runs. And again, it's not just Ace Bear combined with hard hit and barrel. Jerks and Profar, I, somebody I wanted to mention, right? He gets the core's boost. I know not everyone's buying it because he's kind of whack, but I mean, he's leading off. He's, little, he's played every single day but one so far. So he's playing righties, playing against lefties, either leading off or batting second. And the other person is Charlie Blackman. So, right, these are players that a lot of people said, eh, I'm not really interested. Or, they're kind of boring. Maybe past their prime. I don't know what we're going to get. Well, they're leading off, you know, and getting all the opportunities you could stomach and pulling fly ball on drive. So if you're stuck with injuries... You know, sometimes these leaderboards can be a great temporary fix while we're looking for the real fix. And sometimes the temporary fix becomes the real fix, right? That the flex seal hardens enough to hold the water. Those players might be at the bottom. Corey Jolks and Josh Lowe. Back to the list. Jolks now is playing for the Astros. He's starting to produce. You know, he ran a bit. He's got caught twice. But he is playing, so... Five last seven days. He hasn't really played against lefties. He's sat the last three games against lefties. So you think it's a lion's share until at least, you know, Brantley, Altuve, McCormick come back. But to get exposure to that lineup, you know, is not the worst thing. Again, Jolks batting like sixth or seventh. So it's bottom third. But it's a good, it is a very good lineup. And then low for the Rays is just kind of going nuts right now. Everything Tampa seems to touch right now is gold. So, again, it's it's back half, batting seventh or eighth, but he's been excellent. And it, it, I wouldn't say he's not playing every day. Let's see, sitting, he's sitting against lefties. So, again, Josh Lowe, line, line share platoon. Maybe that's the best you're going to do as you're, again, seeking out the permanent answer with Wil Wilmer Flores to bring up the rear. I know I had heard some complaining about Flores's playing time, and yeah, it started off really weird, and now he's playing all the time. They face a ton of lefties, but he's also played against righties. He's even bat second a bunch against lefties, so that's not the case the majority of games. But it's certainly something you need to keep in mind if you have a hitter on the waiver wire that's hitting in the top third of the lineup. It's just it's all about playing appearances. It's all about opportunities. Why you're trying to find the answer? Let's go over to the other side. We're combining pulled fly ball line drives with X Woba. I'm trying to find stats that don't double count. Right? We don't want a barrel and hard hit rate list. Those are the same. 
but we also don't really want like a chase rate that was really boring right discipline doesn't move the needle in fantasy it's good stuff i, I count it but it doesn't move the needle so we're pull five all large drives are a separate kind of bin and x woba is amalgamated in case you're familiar with it's launch angle plus exit velocity and sprint speed even so it's like everything it's a really good descriptor people call it a luck stat i don't think it's a luck stat but it's a good stat so at the top, we mentioned a Brett Rooker. Go get him. You know, people are like, hey, he's a flash to Japan. You know, we had a lot of shine. We knew he was going to get playing time. And we knew he'd get smashed the hell out of the ball. So what else could you ask for? A lot of times when I hit on these waiver picks, it's not like I knew the future. I just put myself in a strong spot while everyone else was laughing. Rooker batting third or fourth every day. He's cleaning up every day for the ace. He's, you know, we ran off nine games in a row, finally sat one game. That's just regular playing time. Now he's back. He's playing every day. 471 x but Get with Brent Rooker. I think he's even 10-team viable if you're chasing power. Let's bunch him with a few more guys that are very similar. Jake Berger, Jack Sawinski, Pavin Smith. Okay, so these are generally kind of platoon guys. Berger is not, he's playing every day, but that's just until Moncada comes back. So I like Berger, but again, that's that's a temporary thing. Sawinski for Pittsburgh is really interesting. We already mentioned him. I know people added him and already got home runs and love at him. He's bat his way up to fifth in the lineup, and he just played against a lefty for the first time this year. Again, nuance of context, hopefully, you're getting when you roll with us. Rate, review, and subscribe. All that stuff matters more than it should. But hopefully that's the thing you're like, oh, wow, look at that, you know. The guy, just in case you said, I don't want Sawinski because I don't want the platoon. Well, if he's going to play full-time, then where is the what's the next argument? So, get with Sawinski. Peyton Smith, the same thing. Though, I think he's been buried in the lineup. The Diamondbacks doing a lot of moving around. Jake McCarthy just got demoted. Perdomo's playing very well. Peyton Smith is now up playing basically every day, but again, it's just righty. So, if they played six righties in a row, he played five out of six. Played Lefty's three out of four, and he sat three out of four. So you got to remember some guys, strict strict platoon guys. So Smith, Sawinski, Berger, Rooker, lots of power. You're definitely getting pop, plus 400 X-Wall, but we can definitely stomach. We love every bit of it, but probably more temporary. The guy we love, of course, is Jared Kelnick. I just put him up here because I'm trying to push every piece of Kelnick propaganda that I can. It was very high in him. He's one of my guys. I thought the price is perfect for the potential payoff. We saw a glimpse in spring training. And again, you doesn't mean I knew it was going to happen. It just meant like, wow, this is what it looks like when it does. And I think that's the best that we can do here. Let's wrap it up. Ex-Wobble list, Lamont Wade. I probably should have put him with the platoon guys. Lamont Wade is particularly interesting. Although he played, it is very weird, and maybe you've got to get away from him, actually. Again, that's why we do the work. He played every single day against righties, every single day. Then lefties four to five, he sat all four to five. We mentioned this on the last show. Then coming into this week, he actually plays three games in a row with a lefty involved. Then sits, I don't know, it's, it's spotty. I think maybe just because the Giants happen to face so many lefties, three, five, seven lefties in 11 days, that maybe they just want to get him some playing time. Point B. Lamont Wade leads off against righties. So you're talking about a leadoff hitter that might be available on the waiver wire. Some leagues allow daily moves. Some have moves twice a week, Monday and Friday, like NFPC style, where, again, three facing three righties is something that happens all the time. So you can be getting a leadoff hitter for every game in the weekend set. And again, that just makes moves the needle. Then it's Jaron Duran. I mean, this is post-hype stuff, but again, this is 
This is what it looks like. He's up. He has not played against a lefty yet. He's only faced one and sat. It was after five games against righties in a row. So it doesn't mean he's not ever going to play against lefties, but something to keep in mind. Then Brian Anderson, Connor Joe, and Jake Cronenworth. Probably a bit of the same, right? Really boring. Guys are getting playing time. Hit the snot out of the ball. Plus 350x Woba. I like Jake the Snake more because of the track record. Brian Anderson, while he's healthy, Connor Joe, the one that'll probably fall apart. But He's going to be getting opportunities. I think Joe is playing every single day. I mean, Pittsburgh, right? Uh, with, they have injuries going on right now. Joe playing. Yeah, he's playing every day. He's even playing against lefties and righties. He sat yesterday, but it was after six in a row and then four more before that. So, right, just because he sat doesn't necessarily mean he's benched. If you play 10 out of 11, 9 out of 10 or whatever, it's okay to get regular rest. So, all right, there's your names. You know, the more interesting ones in the Moshaw Leagues, you know, Paredes is universal now. Josh Lowe is universal now. I think Sawinski is universal now. We're in Durant to see what happens. After that, the rest of the guys in mixed bag, Kelnick is universal. Cronenworth, I think you try and buy low on. Rooker is definitely 12 team. After that, like Pavin Smith, Lamont Wade, you need daily moves, multi week moves in order to get with those guys. So, boom, that'll do it for the hitting side. Same idea, but it's the SPX stat leaderboard. Audio-only listeners, you guys are missing out. Jump on over to Twitter, Mail Media Network, or at John Legazer, and grab the screenshots. We put them up there for free. And if you're really a degenerate, you'll get your link to all my betting work, which is just nonstop. It literally never stops. And I put up all the data. You know, don't tell. Good advice. Don't tell anybody. Do this stuff. Get it to people that show you the exercises, do some work yourself. Lean on the analysis that I help you with, right? I'm not saying it's worthless, but don't follow people blindly. That's why I like to put out all the data, all the stats, split them. You know, listen, we all press the buy button ourselves. All right, let's get into the SP side. I think this is even a little more impactful because on the left-hand side, we have whiff rate. Again, we're looking for above 28. Everyone here is 29 or above, but that's a very good whiff rate, above 28. And then the other side is, again, x woba contact quality allowed, which pitchers are less in control, in my opinion, but... Combine the two, and just this is just from experience speaking. Having done this show last year, anybody that ends up on both of these lists needs to be added first and you ask questions later, regardless. Looking at you, Vince Velasquez, we'll get there in a second. Again, I can't get into, I can't break down 20 pitchers right now. Again, if you follow my Hammer HQ, the Call to the Pen show, that's more of my granular betting stuff if you're into it. Right now, fantasy is about these things. Who's getting opportunities? Who's getting swings and misses? Who's limiting quality contact? And then we try and find a good team, good matchup, and that's about it. Roll the dice. Let's go. Griffin Canning, Domingo Herman, Matt Strom, Mackenzie Gore. What do we got, right, guys? With some injury history that have missed games with potential. They're all looking really good right now. All viable starters. Next crop, youngsters. Johan Oviedo, Peyton Battenfield. Again, 31-plus whiff rates are excellent. Pittsburgh now like a winning environment. They're scoring. They're winning games. The bullpen looks good. They're actually favorites against the Dodgers today. What is going on in this world? All viable so far. Jose Barrios, Joe Barry starting to get it right. I covered him today because he's pitching today. A lot of the underlying statistics pretty strong. We might be seeing the return of Barrios, not to being this kind of ace people hoped for years ago, but just being the viable pitcher we saw for years. So if you think you could buy low on Barrios, now might be a good time. The last three boring veterans, Steven Matz, the guy, will not roster too boring. I'm surprised the whip rate's there. Vince Velasquez, who I would only roster because he's also limited contact just in case, you know, Pittsburgh is improving the pitching, right? You've seen Oviedo, you've seen Vince Velasquez. 
Mitch Keller, again, don't just say Pittsburgh stinks. That's the worst thing you can do. That's what everyone does. So that's why we want to figure out if it's true or not. And that's Edge. Finish with Jack Flaherty, all of the talent, right? We know it. He just battled with injuries. Now he's back. Had some rough, ugly starts, tons of walks, but you got to give these guys time. It's still cold and stuff. They're trying to find their routine. So I think there's some viable guys here, right? The whiff rate list will not lead you wrong. Canning for the Angels, Herman, Strom, Gore, Oviedo, Battenfield. Berrios, and if you're more desperate, Velasquez, these are all guys that I think you could roster and start if you had to. Matt Strom, like the reliever project, but he's been really good. Other side expected Woba. I put less stock into this unless it comes with the whiff rate as well. I just had to put Taj Bradley, 200, sub 200 X Woba. Wow. Guys, the goods. If you're in a 10-team league, make a press for him. He's probably legit. <laughs> Very few aces coming up now. Drew Smiley for the Cubs. So boring. So perfect. Now, granted, in five-pitcher designation leagues, I'm probably not starting Smiley. Too shallow. But nine-pitcher leagues, that's the kind of guy that nobody wants. He's going to give you quality starts all the time. Next up, Kyle Bradish. He's back. He's really good. He's healthy. I think you roll with him. If he was available, you got to add. Erod, same thing. People think he's done and finished. Last year was so wonky. These are human beings. It's some real wretched stuff going on. It cost him a year. And now he looks really good. Maybe he's the pitcher he was before. He's healthy. Oviedo and Strom, matching on both lists. Add him. Velasquez, both lists. Add him. Battenfield, both lists. Add him. And then Houck and Tyler Wells, if they are available, I think they're both going to get the rock for Boston and the Orioles, respectively. And you'll be getting opportunity with some skill. Right now, I don't know if any of these guys are available. Maybe Strom, maybe Battenfield, maybe Hauk. I, I don't know. It's tough. Pitching landscape, really difficult. We'll cover this on the waiver show that I mentioned having 10, 12, and 15 team ads at each position. Pitching is just one clump. Because all the same, I have 10 team, 12 team, 15 team leagues. The pitching waiver wire is all barred, no matter what. Granted, it'll be the difference between Velasquez, you know, Hauk, but it's really, really tough. So. Pitching, sorry, keep an eye on these guys. These are the guys we want on the watch lists. These are the guys we're going to be keeping an eye out on. And if they pass the scrutiny, they'll end up on the waiver list. And, you know, we go from there. Keep a spot in the end of your bench to churn, churn, churn. And we'll be coming at you twice a week with these kind of 20, 25-minute short wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, kind of episodes. Because, right, we don't have enough time to do all the granular stuff. Not that I even necessarily think that's going to get you there. You could be a quality fantasy player just by doing this. Identifying opportunity and pairing it with a little bit of skill. And then pitcher skill, not my own. <laughs> well, hopefully a little bit of my own. And that, that's it. Then you kind of let the dice roll. Don't be too cute. Look for underlying skills. We don't look for output stats. I don't care about ERA. I don't care about that stuff at all. Who generates swings and misses? Who's suppressing contact? Who's on a good team? Who's going distance? We'll figure it out from there. We want to be first, right? So it's not about, oh, oh, man, two great starts. How could you chase this guy? What do we have to go on? There's not much to go on. It's either this or streaming relievers, which I guess is something there. But, you know, anytime you roll a reliever out for a week, there's a chance to get two innings, two strikeouts. But if he gives up a run and you you beat, you know, you don't get a win, you don't get a save, you beat. So Bradley, legit. Bradish, legit. Erod, Oviedo, Strom. I don't know if I'm buying Vince Velasquez, but that doesn't mean you don't add him. Add him. Legit, add him. Don't start him. Keep an eye on it. You know, tag me on Twitter or let me ask me. Remind me to check up, and I'll check up. 
because we are here for you. That will do it. Thanks, everybody, for the it was the feedback and the interactions that brought me back here to Mayo Medianet. Hat tip to our boy, the man of the hour of every hour, Patrick Mayo. Love that guy. Bringing you this fantasy baseball picks and bets here on Mayo Medianet. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Get up in the comments. Let me let us know what you think. You know, if there's something you'd like added, or if there's something you think might be missing. You know, that's what we again we are here for you. This show is ever evolving, and just right now, I think that's the most effective use of our 45 minutes a week. Right, so that's what we're hoping for. Pat's brainchild that 45 minutes a week, me talking a million miles an hour, could bring you all the info and then the names and the way to do it. Audio-only people, five-star reviews are just the very nicest thing you can do. And if not, YouTube people, stick your cartoon finger up inside us because it really, really matters. And that'll do it. We'll check you at the end of the week with waiver wire ads at every position from shallow to deep to very deep leagues. Remember, I play these 15-team leagues as well. I'm at first place in my main event qualifier, and I plan to keep it that way. So follow along with us as we, you know, take <laughs> a nice and hopefully relax pace for this marathon that is fantasy baseball. Rate, review, and subscribe to MMN. We'll check you soon. And don't forget to check us out on the Bird app to get those images. Catch you on the flip side, yo. Peace. We'll